Hey, Malvina. Hello, Mark. Yes. Uh, welcome. Welcome from Australia. We are, I'm back. Uh, I last know. time Last time we're, all four of us were together in Sandpoint and um, yeah. having a chat, and obviously it was just too much for the other two because... They've not shown up today. No, it's Chris's birthday. <laughs> it's Chris's birthday and got some family things uh, happening and, and Peter yes. is busy with some school things that are going on. Um, so it's just you and I, um, we, we're here to to make a difference yes. and uh, and to uh, spend a few months following on uh, our discussion previously. So um, yes. he, here we are. So we may yes. as well dive right into it. And um, uh, look at this. Dave Champion oh, has shown up on time, <laughs> on time and, uh, and ready. Dave yeah. is ready. <laughs> we 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 just we just know it's a great day when he turns up because um, it was it was good to catch up with him live also in Sandpoint so um, great great yeah that day. visit was, was awesome I, I I don't know the Idaho people are watching but for me it was, I think I think for all of us it was really from our last episode they can hear it was really uh, uh, exciting and and a lot happened so. I'm still well, processing. It was, it was pretty significant for you. and um, <laughs> He was for me, for sure. Uh, it was significant for all of us. It was for me, too. It was, let's, it was, let's, it was awesome. Let's dive right into what we what we were going so that we can pick up the the fire that Dave talks about, um, which he's just shown us, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know fire and, and <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay. So Romans eight, um, I, I've been talking for for a little time now that uh, God um, is is seems to be um, uh, talking about being in Romans uh, eight, the whole chapter of it for the time that we're in. I think it's a, it's one of those uh, particular passages of scriptures that He wants to speak continually out of. I, I I don't think it's just for me, but I think it's for everybody. But let's just go into uh, this uh, verse fourteen because He's talking about. In the Passion Translation, it talks about the mature children of God. I think if there's anything, God is wanting to take us into maturity, right, Malvina? Right. I think he, I think yes. um, he I think he's I don't know if you could say it quite that God is fed up with, but I, I think he's probably uh, would say that you know I, I don't want you being childish anymore. You know, it's like, I can't be childlike, but I want you to grow up. I want you to actually. Now, and Paul talks about this when he says, "Listen, hey, you're still drinking milk, and you should be onto the solid stuff, right? Right now." And I think that I think that's what what our, a lot of our problems come because we're still the milk milk drinkers, you know. We're, yeah, we're and and if the, you define maturity, so so how do we define mat- what is a mature son or daughter? Somebody who goes to church a lot? No, we need to really uh, look at maturity first. You have to mm-hmm. know the word. I think I think that's a must. Mm-hmm not it for negotiation, but, you know, the letter killeth. So you can have too much word and not enough Holy Spirit, yeah. which you're going to give us in Romans 8. Uh, so, you know, it is the combination of having the understanding of who God is, the word, but also what do we believe? I, I think after our discussions we had before you came on the show, what do we truly believe? And I think that's going to unpack who is truly yeah. mature here. Yeah. Um, and we're work in progress, but you know, 
through the scriptures, you see so many different uh, 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 characters in the Bible that mm -hmm. that started in one point and get processed until yep. they become mature. So yeah, well, mature children of God are led by the impulses of the Holy Spirit, right? Amen. Okay, um, and you didn't receive the spirit of religious duty. Right, so so much of this religious duty um, leads to uh, into the fear of never being good enough. So religious duty is that you didn't you didn't read enough, you didn't pray enough, you didn't learn enough, you didn't try hard enough, you didn't you know there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with your circumstances. You're always looking for what's wrong. You're looking for what demon is there, or what deliverance you need, and all those sorts of things. None of those things are wrong. None of those things are wrong, but they're wrong when they become the destination or they become this is where you're going. So I read I read something. I was talking to you about this. I read something um, a day or two ago from, um, from a doctor who's written a book, which I would have to say is the most kingdom-focused book on health that I've ever seen. And in that, he, he just says, darkness does not exist. That's good. I'd love to stop there and just sort of, you know, let that. Darkness does not exist, right? It's just the lack of light. When we realize God, when he created, said, let there be light. He didn't say, let there be light and darkness. He said, let there be light. And then the Hebrew for darkness is the withholding of light. Mm -hmm. Right, so that the basis of everything is light. Let there be light, and there was. And then he goes on to say, "There's no such thing as," and this will this will really challenge some people, I think. But there's no such thing as sickness and and disease. There's just the lack of health. Correct. So what we're talking about is that not these things don't exist. What we're talking about is the perspective that you are looking from. So if you're looking from sickness to health. And we've both got our challenges in there and, and, and families. We've got some challenges. So we're not saying that they don't, they don't exist. What we're saying is that the perspective has to change, which I think is the renewing of the mind, that we're looking from health towards these things that are wrong. Correct. We're looking from health. We're looking from heaven to earth. We're looking from light to darkness. We're looking from righteousness towards sin. Correct. We're looking from abundance towards lack. That perspective change yes. is and huge Mark, and The perspective needs to be, was the work of the cross complete? Was the work, is it finished? Has he already taken care of it? Mm. So if mm. we look at our diseases or our lack or our iniquities mm -hmm. or our need for, you know, mm -hmm. sinful nature, we are in Christ complete. Yeah. In a perfect, a, my perfect one. Yeah. I was quoting some song earlier, uh, chapter five, verse two. My perfect one. He doesn't call yeah. you. You need a few more deliverances before you get healed. He's talking. Mm -hmm. So I need to. We need to stand on that. That that is what maturity really is. Do I understand yeah. what it is to stand on the finished work of the cross, and yeah. how do I move from there yeah. to to fully stand on? whether it's health or provision or, you know, the mm -hmm. things that you listed earlier. Mm -hmm. We need a perspective of the finished work of the cross. And I don't think the church has done a very good job at 
walking that out. There is always something we need to do to get there. There's always something yeah. we need to strive to get there. I need to read my Bible more. I need to, yeah. not that that's bad, but, uh, you know, there's always an action. I need to form more, more prayer. I need another well, word. Well, this is, this, is the, this is what we were talking about in Romans 12 when it, when it talks about, um, and the Passion Translation says it really well. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Exactly. I mean, it's like, I mean, if uh, this would have to be the most relevant. I mean, this is now. Right I mean, now. it's always relevant. But it's right now. It's like stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed yes. by the Holy Spirit. Again, we're talking about the work of the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Yes. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Mm -hmm. So what it means is that the things that he wants to do, you can't find in the culture around about you, in the opinions of the culture, because you and I have been trained, we've all been trained from a very early age to certain things. You know, like kids are taught unbelief. Oh, Kids yes. are taught fear. My my son was absolutely fearless, you know, as a, as a young kid. You know, it was just like, ah, you know, don't do that. You're going to kill yourself or whatever else it is. And I know that this wisdom comes and care and all of those sorts of things. But he learnt fear. He learnt unbelief. Yes. Right. Yes. So these things that we maintain are a part of our life are all learned behaviours. Correct. And if and we you know- learnt. You talk about fear, Mark, and, and remember when we did our show, Life of the Seer, we talked about those kids that have the nightmares and they have the things. A lot of the time, the trauma from a lot of those mm-hmm. kids is learn fear because mom and dad mm-hmm. didn't know how to interpret what is That's very right. real to these kids. So yeah. what you're, and, and creativity is another area we could name. We yeah. shut them down because you're wasting your time because the culture says you got to be productive. Yeah, you know, so there are many things that we conform as the church in with things of the world that we we change our value system, which is not what the scriptures ask us to do. So, so, you know, we need to renew our mind in that area. Yeah, yeah, and so a lot of it we come back to talking about it has to do with your perspective. What are you looking (laughs) from? You know, let's just take lack for instance. You know, I I think that. you know the law of attraction, um, which can sound, you know, it's like it's, it's true. Very I new mean, age. It, it can sound very new agey, but it's the truth. It's like you, you, as a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes. Yes. So it's like you attract. If you, if you are, if you're looking from lack towards getting something, then what you are doing every moment is you're reinforcing lack. Correct. And in fact, actually, you're saying, uh, I know you said, God, that you shall supply all my need according to riches, but my, my experience hasn't been that. And so I don't believe that that's for yes. me or I don't believe you. Yes. Right? Which is totally unbelief. So if we say, okay, God said um, he shall supply all of my need according to his riches in glory. So according to his standard according to his place. Of, of, and so we're looking from an abundant mindset, from an abundant living. We're looking towards the lack. 
and was saying, lack, you just got to get out of the way. But if <laughs> okay. you're looking from, from lack, you're reinforcing lack. You're reinforcing, but you're also I don't taking glory. You're also taking glory away from the Lord because he will provide yeah, all your needs according yeah. to that. So if he's yeah. lack, that means he doesn't have enough glory to provide for you. So do you see how, yeah. how we go into this uh, distorted thinking, uh, which one of the things you mentioned uh, before we came on the show was talking about Adam and Eve. What was it they did? They doubted. Yeah. Well, yeah. I doubt God's going to provide. So you meditate yeah. on that over and over and over again. Your brain gets used to, well, is he going to, is he going to, is he going to, saying there's not enough glory for him to provide for you yeah, or heal you? or yeah. Well, I think it's certainly a lot of all of this is the trick of the enemy, and it goes back to Adam and Eve. It goes back to the beginning um, there where the lie came in. Like if you if you eat of this tree, then your eyes will be opened and you become like God, mm-hmm. right? Which which we know that they were already made in the image of God. So he's introducing a lie there, um, and that and that lie is continued on and on and on and on and on. So that the enemy is trying to get us to work for something that we already have, and his plan, I think, is that instead of partnering with God. We do things on our own because when we do things on our own, we get the glory. And when we get the glory out of our own effort, then we become susceptible to having that stolen from us or, or given over to him because we, we give it to, to him. But any glory in which we partner with God on, he can't steal. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. That's good. Mm. I think it's good too. I think it's <laughs> I just got it a few minutes ago. I just go but th- this is this is the importance of this is the importance of partnership is that well God wants us to partner with him when we realize that we can only love because we first received the love. Anything produced in our own ability, anything that is produced out of solely our own our own um, power and strength, and we can do it. We can do it. Anything produced out of our own, we get ownership of it, and we get glory from it, and any of that can be robbed from us. Yes, yes. But you cannot rob from God. You can't rob from God. When you're in partnership with him, when you're in partnership with him in doing some things, then the enemy cannot steal that. Correct, correct. Because how can he steal from God? He can't. Yeah. And, you know, in the, when we think of, of sickness, one of the things we talked about was sickness and, and the need for prayer or the need for mm-hmm. deliverance or the, the mm-hmm. sin mentality. Uh, yeah. We're always sinful and I yeah. need to repent and I need to do, and I don't want to take <laughs> away from deliverance ministry. But a lot of the times it becomes a very uh, fulfilling, almost like a job. You know, we treat mm-hmm. it as, as a function. And you're talking yeah. about partnership. Well, if if the, the deliverance, deliverance ministry minister thinks of this as a partnership with the Lord, shouldn't we have more success? Shouldn't we have more, more glory for the Lord? You know, yeah. and I think a lot of people, you they find themselves in this revolving door or coming back for the same prayer. <clears throat> over yeah. and over and over again and we don't we don't have the perspective of what is God doing here a lot of the mm-hmm. time we're looking at what the minister is doing 
And it happens, I think, yeah. with the prophetic as well. What's the word? Give me a word. But why can't we ask, what is what has God said? What is God doing? And I think yeah. we take away the glory uh, away from the Lord in a lot of our religious, what did you call it in the Passion Translation? Religious Religious duty. Duty. (laughs) We make it a duty. We all have to go for prayer, you know. And and it's it's one of the things that for my own personal experience, you know, when I've been, uh, uh, you know, in need of prayer for health or whatever, everybody's looking at it, what I did wrong or what I Mm -hmm. need to repent of or Mm -hmm. wait a second, wait a second. He already took care of business. Mm -hmm. Where does he want the glory in this crisis? And when you change your perspective then all of a sudden your your disease doesn't own you anymore your yeah. lack doesn't own you anymore where what is yeah. he trying to get glory from yeah, yeah. so it, it focuses back on him yeah I, I think i think we come back again and we can't reinforce this enough that yes um there has to be um a mind shift a mind changing a reestablishing of of mind change to be a bring about transformation. Yes. You know, the, the King James Version says, do not be conformed, but be transformed. So it's like conform or transform, you know. Um, it's it's like when you, when you conform to not to the world, but you conform to the view that God has, his, his truth, his ways, then you you step into transformation, but there is there is a place in which you have to choose, which I think is the most the, the most significant power. It's the superpower that we've been given when you become children of God is the ability to choose. Correct. And that we we choose we choose to think this particular way. We choose to look at it things from this. And we're asking, and when you ask the Holy Spirit, give me the eyes to see from abundance towards lack. Or yes. give you give me the ability to be able to keep seeing it. And every time that you do that, every time that you choose that, you're creating these neural pathways in your in your mind that mm-hmm. make it easier and easier and easier to go on because there's a default pattern being established All that right. you see things from God's place from yeah. his storeroom from his treasury from his you know one of his you know cattle on a thousand hills you know type thinking you know it's it's not semantics it's not just you, you we we are we are learning to live from heaven to earth where we're already seated we're already there right yes. it's not that we have to become there we're already there <laughs> and, and i think this this is the thing that enemy is so scared of Yes. He's he's scared of people living um, uh, in in the truth, in the truth in the truth, not not living out of the the lie that has been, you know, taken hold of by much of our culture. Yeah, that is around about us. Yes, and um, the, the other thing is we we we're waiting for the thing to happen. So we're not the overcomers. We're not the. Uh, uh, you know, from, from from the glory of God, from the finished work, we are we are going to get there. 
And you know, yeah. we we see it with our prophetic words. I mean, this is one of one of my issues is yeah. people have thousands of prophetic words waiting for one day we'll get there. One day we'll see it. One day it's going to happen. But wait a uh-huh. second. We're not contained by time. We 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 already are in heavenly people. Our citizenship is from heaven. So yeah. so you know what 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 you have is you know mm-hmm. we are ambassadors here with with an identity and a promise from heaven. So imagine yeah. if we were to be transformed by that thought. You know I think in the Greek is metamorphosis. You don't yeah. look the same when you yeah. think from yeah. that perspective. Your reality well, caterpillar. is not what caterpillar to butterfly. It's caterpillar to butterfly. That's what you're saying. Metamorphosis. It's that's a it's a good illustration of that. I mean, that's completely Complete different. Different things. Yeah. Thank well, you your treasure, can. your treasure, Melvina. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Somebody can recognize the butterfly. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you've is 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 changed your name too. So it's now Melvina. That's okay. I'll take it. You never know. He may be prophesying something. <laughs> he, he, he may be. He, he may be. So 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 metamorphosis transformation. This is the goal of God, yeah. that we would we would be aligned with his his perspective. That we'd be aligned with his view on on the world situation, um, on life, on yes. on on heaven from earth. And, and we keep talking about this, and because there, I think I think it's. Um, it's a realization that, um, as we we talked about when we we're at Sandport and other places of world, that we are we are the solution. We are the solution that God has on the planet. We yes. are not the problem. <laughs> we're the solution. Adam was always Adam and Eve were solution, even though they they made a mistake and um, you know they 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 were disobedient. You know, it's like okay, um, from from what we understand, it was one time yeah okay it was significant but they unfortunately partnered with the enemy um okay. now we know that the enemy was the greater problem mm-hmm. right um but but there was still the answer we're the answer and god is is wanting us to come from the place that we're the solution we're the answer to the world and to and adjust our thinking that we see things from his perspective and not what we've always been trained to see things from that sort of lack to abundant sin to you know get me out of here type. type and you situation. know one thing, Mark, it happens from glory to glory. So the yeah. transformation, we because you and I were talking before we came on the air. You know, there was a time when certain things really bug us, and and we we these accusations well, will come. Well, talking this, about talking about bugging us. Can we just go here? Caterpillars, caterpillars have two-dimensional sight. Butterflies see in three dimensions. So it's not just that we look different uh, as we've been transformed, but we see differently, yes. Malvina. We yes. see differently. I, know. I love it. And yeah, that's so a I. great insight there. Because yeah. when you when you think about from glory to glory, there is a progressive destiny, you know, there, the, the revelation comes sometimes, you go through this experience and you get mm-hmm. to see, I love Job where he says, you know, I had heard of God, but now I've seen him talking about caterpillar. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, he was able to go through 
the the mm -hmm. the the tragedy, which in the Christian culture they would have done a deliverance on Job. <laughs> Actually, yeah. his friends tried to. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? In our yeah. Christian world, we would have laid hands on the guy and the, let's get the boils away. And really, what God was doing was revealing to him a new wisdom. You see these mm -hmm. chapters when God goes, uh, "Excuse mm -hmm. me, where were you when I put the stars up in the sky?" The stars up in the sky. You know, you see a new revelation uh, mm -hmm. of 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 God, of, of a new glory. So mm -hmm. I think that's, that's one thing that we uh, we need to understand. Okay, what's the level of glory that the Lord is revealing to me through this trial? Mm -hmm. And go to the next level and then go to yeah. the next level. So that develops those neuropaths that you were talking about. Because every time yeah. you're victorious in one area, the accusation can come back because I already yeah. seen you there and I already know what God did. You know, yeah. that's the part of the testimony, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it is, there is a power of going yeah. through sometimes through things uh, that we as Christians think is all, I don't know, we have this religious duty. <laughs> yeah, that's about. what it is, religious duty. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. Did you see uh, Linus said hello? Yes. Hi, too. Linus. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it, 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 it keeps coming back to these same things that we keep saying over and over and over. And uh, I think it was really quite well by, by Dr. Livingood, who um, I was reading his stuff. I mean, I mean, what a, what a name for a doctor that's pursuing <laughs> you know, living a good he lifestyle. He prophesies with his own name. Yeah, Livingood. Uh, there's no such thing as darkness. Yeah. Malvina, there's no such thing as darkness. Uh, it's just the absence of light. Yes, and uh, and I think that we we've continued uh, as a as a people to to empower something that really doesn't exist, or it doesn't have the authority that it's supposed to have. Um, the sin, you know, the the whole situation of sin, as as terrible as as much of that is, uh, it it's it's being empowered because you know the we we keep talking about it. I mean, you know the like we were saying before, we unfortunately don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care Correct. situation, um, and we can, you know, and that's not being uh, discompassionate to people and uncompassionate to people um, at all. It, it's it's like, um, and and unfortunately, a lot of the church has a sin care problem. Yes, um, you know, yep. and 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 that's not. That's not where we're supposed to be at, you know. It's like what you focus upon is really what you get. It's what you produce, yeah. Yeah, what you produce. I mean, like a tax, like um, the the law of attraction. Um, you know, in, in Proverbs three, five, and six, it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own um, understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him." And that word "acknowledge" in the Hebrew means to acquaint. And to make as a kinsman, um, yes. it's, so it's bringing into the family. So the things that you have adopted into your life, the the things that probably good things or well-meaning things at the particular point of time, or what you think the rest of the the culture is around about, you you, you take that directs your path. Yes. So so people mm -hmm. people are are making decisions because of lack. Correct. I mean, believers. You're making decisions. I've been there. I've done it. Oh, you know, yeah. I know what it is. And yet, and yet, it's it's not it's not surely it's not blessing God that when we highlight 
something that is an attribute of hell. Yes. You know, it's like there are sections of the church that have taken vows of poverty. Yes. Uh, how that must, how that must um, hurt the Lord. Hurt the Lord, because it's an attribute of hell. When people talk about God is in control, well, how can He be in control? He can't be in control because that's an attribute of hell. Exactly. Now He's in charge. He's in charge, but He's not. You know, so. You know, it, it's it's something that I think that we have got to change our perspective, and and Paul is almost Paul is almost pleading with us. I think yeah. in Romans twelve, it, it is saying, "Look, look, I, I so desire that you see things from God's perspective okay. because it will bring total transformation to you. It'll change the culture. Yes. Stop imitating <clears throat> the culture that you yeah. live in, and put value on their opinions." Exactly. And develop a religious ritual to match it. Because that's what yeah. we do. You know? Yeah. So, look, so, at, look at uh, the wisdom of Analia, for instance. <laughs> a drum I've been beating lately is that darkness cannot flee from light as thought it had life. The darkness is no more than the lack of light, as you've been saying, Mark. When the light shows up, darkness ceases to exist, it is utterly destroyed. Amen. And I think that's—I think this is really true of a number of things that we know or can feel like there's a reality to it. I mean, of course, there's darkness. Um, um, it, it, it's very unusual to be in complete darkness, even if you go out on a dark night. Yes. Um, you see, you, there is some light, right? Yeah. Um, and and again, we go back to and and what's been happening for us recently is we keep going back to Genesis. Yes. Well, certainly I do. God created light. He said, let there be light. Uh, he didn't say, let there be light and darkness, or he didn't. Cre he, he, he just said that where where there's no light, there, there becomes darkness. Correct. You know, so the, when, the, uh, when the earth is moving around, right, it moves into a place of shadow where the sun is not behind it, and therefore you have degrees of darkness, Yeah. right, because, because there's not so much light getting in. Right, and so we we live in that we've got to live in that place where uh, we're seeing things as merely the absence of. Yes. And so, therefore, if the absence of something, we can bring light. We can bring light, or we can bring righteousness. We go bring healing. Yes. Yes. And and when you think of righteousness, righteousness is a is a great uh, word to to meditate on because when you look at Rahab was considered mm -hmm. righteous. Uh, why? Because she, she she saw things from a different perspective. Nobody preached mm -hmm. to her, really. I mean, she just happened to be in the right place <laughs> at the right time and provided for them uh, yeah. their way out. But well, but when you, when you think about it, our actions determine a lot of the time the way we think. You mm -hmm. know, you were talking about fear. We, a lot of, of fear is learned. You know, a lot of it, we, we behave in a certain way because we've been told certain things. But what if we truly believe the work of the of, of the cross, finished work of the cross, and we act that way? Then yeah. that will, will create other things. It, it, it brings righteousness. And righteousness is, is really what came out of faith. What is faith? The yeah. assurance of well, things unseen. Again, again, we've... Um, uh, you know, we we just uh, the the third member of our live stream today, Analia. Um, 
is <laughs> is sharing with us. Uh, amen, Dave. Uh, sovereign means no one is above the one who is sovereign. No one controls a sovereign Lord. God is complete, self-control, and at the same time controls no man. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's a, that's that there's there's a complete truth. There's an absolute truth in that. And when I was at Sandpoint, um, one of the one of the guys that I know very well um, in in uh, Sandpoint after I finished talking on the Sunday morning, come up to me and said, uh, have you done any work on the uh, the natural king, uh, as in, you know, the king of England and the things that where he comes from and thinks from and things that are there and help people to understand how that happens naturally, how that happens also in a, in a sovereign yeah, point. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I've maintained for a long time is that people who live under a monarch, like I do, um, uh, have a an understanding of kingdom that is being caught, not necessarily taught. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when you think about the difference between um, a king, as in King Charles, we have no say who becomes the next king. Correct. I don't have a, I don't have an import. I don't have a say. You guys have a say who's going to be your head of state, which is the president. Mm -hmm. And your mm -hmm. president could be impeached if you don't like him or what he does yeah, something. If he does wrong. something, not okay. Mm -hmm. you, you can't do that with a king. A, a king is there. You're stuck with a king, good, bad, or ugly. You know, it's like yeah. or a queen or what, whatever. So a monarch, you you you're stuck with because they they're a, uh, they are appointed out of succession. You know, there's Correct. a set thing that takes place. It's a bloodline. It's all of those sorts of things that go with that. And so there's not a place in which um, you can hold whatever opinion you want, but this is going to change anything. You know? right. And 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 so therefore, um, it's not a resignation. It's more of an acceptance. It's more of a, you, you take that out of the equation. It's not even considered. It's not even a place that you consider that. And so that the true meaning, this whole true concept of, of sovereignty is really very much an important thing. And if you think, Mark, we're talking about renewing our mind. So yeah. we are in a kingdom. So our yeah. kingdom mindset is a sovereignty yeah. that is, should not be questioned, regardless yeah. of your circumstances. This is yeah. what the king has decreed. Okay. And yeah. remember, a, a, king, a king decree after made, you can revoke. You can create another yeah. way to yeah. go, but you cannot reverse it. So what the Lord has written about us, the identity that he's giving us, that... Um, we are the perfect ones, uh, as Song of Songs describes it in chapter five. We are perfect. So can we enter into that identity of the finished work of the cross? That's already yeah. done. Seal with blood. Okay. So well, why do we question it? Well, Malvina, we're coming to the end of our time. <laughs> um, you and I can talk for, for a, a long, long time. time. Uh, we can talk about this, but I, I want to I want to just remind people the Passion Translation in verse uh, chapter twelve of Romans Romans twelve, um, and 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 two. You brought this to our attention. Malvino says this: Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around about you. That's what we want people to hear. Go away with thinking. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Identify. What are what's God's perspective on things? We've given you one this a few this morning, um, when or this evening, whatever it is, wherever we are. Um, but 
um, you know, it's, it's like dark, darkness doesn't exist. It's just the absence of light. Um, and stop imitating the ideals and opinions of culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. In his eyes. Okay, and that's where we look at it. And that's our prayer for everybody that's listening or will ever listen on, uh, in the future, um, is that we, we want you to feel empowered and strengthened and have a, a desire, a strong desire to stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but to be transformed because the Holy Spirit is inwardly changing you and that you realize that the plan of God is that you would live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. You don't have to try it. You don't have to try harder to do it. you just got to receive it. That's right. Is that right, Malvina? Anything and, you want to and, finish with? And that's the sovereign will of God. <laughs> that's the sovereign will of God. And not be overruled. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly right. That's the sovereign yes. will of God. That's exactly what God wants for you. And uh and and that's it is. So we we pray that that you will be you will be stirred up as you look at this, uh, you'll look at things from a different perspective. Look at things from the perspective of health to sickness, of yes. abundance to lack, all of those sorts of things that you look from that place because God says we are seated in heavenly places. In heavenly places. Yeah. All right, Malvina. Well, um, we, we, we trust that next week our, our two amigos will be back with us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there, will be the, there will be the four musketeers. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we will return. Thank you for all the for all the comments. It's really yes. makes it very rich. Yes, yes, we appreciate everybody saying something, um, and uh, we'll see you uh, next, next week. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.